When it comes to most important decisions in life, you need people who know more than you do yes. on that specific category. And uh, when it comes to your finances, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd advise somebody with at least two PhDs. And so we got Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Yay! How are you doing? Great. Welcome. Amazing. 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 You know, uh, uh, we're in a fast changing world. A lot of stuff happening very quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it's 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 interesting to see the shifting of the way we do business and the way things happen uh, in, in our world and the idea of where things are coming from. We've talked a lot about supply chains and different things in the, in the past, but the idea, I wonder what's going to happen with retail business here in the future when it comes to online shopping, things happening. Uh, I'll tell you a funny story. I was talking to my son yesterday and he was wanting a bicycle pump for his kids. And, and he was like, okay, I'm going to go on. Uh, he went online and looked and said there's, he could go and he could pick it up, I think tomorrow, or they could deliver it within an hour. <laughs> It's like, wow. And he's like, he's like, I guess I'll take the delivery. You know, I said, are you sure that it's anyway? We deliver it within an hour and we'll fill up the tire in your car and we'll give you a foot rub. Yeah. You know, it's like the idea of the way business is done is being changed so quickly. But I wonder how sustainable these things are and the profitability and where things are moving in the economy when it comes to that. Well, it's changing. I mean, even Amazon Prime, right? I don't know how much that is, 149, 179 bucks a year, and then you get free shipping on on stuff. Well, you don't really get free shipping, right? They're mm. they're just raising the prices on the things that you're getting, but it's but it's a it's a cool trick. But now there's a problem, right? With rising cost of transportation, diesel fuel, the cost of mm. everything is going through the roof, right? So I don't know how sustainable some of these things are in an inflationary world. You think some of these guys are just willing to lose money long enough to squash all the competition? Is that kind of the, you know, there's the term of getting Amazon, you know, if like mm-hmm. if you're, you know, a company that they want to absorb, either they'll take you on or they'll just start the identical same thing and just squash you, you know, but, right. but that factors in them taking losses that maybe they're subsidizing it through their web servers or some other profit. Well, I mean, yeah, their their AWS not, is huge. That's a huge profit point for them. Yeah, but, but it does help them. I mean, imagine trying the barriers of entry into e-commerce right now. It's like, what can you offer? Oh. Two-hour shipping? Ooh, no. How do you compete? I mean, seriously? Yeah. The idea of being a, a mom and pop lumber yard or whatever, like Home Depot started out from yeah. scratch, like to do that now, it's not, it's not even imaginable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To no, compete it's, against those guys. Not. I mean, really, Amazon changed the world that we're living in, right? And it's like, how much of a of a better, more riskless type company could you have to invest in than somebody who changed the world that can offer free shipping in one to two hours, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you're talking about your son, it's like, give me a break. I mean, they're like the best of the best of e-commerce, right? But, I, I joked oh, him. I said, you try order a, order a bicycle pump, order a pizza and call the cops and see who gets there first. <laughs> True. I, I said, I said, if somebody's breaking in your house, you have a better chance to go on Amazon, order a taser, <laughs> then, then call the cops. I said, it'd probably be there faster and you can protect your own self. That's seriously just wild. I but, know but that is. Cool. But so, so here's the thing. This is how bad the economy is though, because we're talking about this, this big company that's yep. taken over the world, right? They have their own freight lines. They have their own airplanes. They have mm-hmm. massive places everywhere. Well, look what they're doing in Virginia, right? They were they were building this this massive edifice of a of a second headquarters for them. They stopped. They're not doing it. Well, 
why would somebody stop building something if you have all the money in the world? Right. Well, maybe they don't, right? Maybe they see um, it's a foreshadowing of things to come that the economy really is slowing down a lot. Or why wouldn't e-commerce? I mean, even, even the fact of e-commerce, nobody wants to go out and drive in a world that's becoming less and less safe, right? They don't want to yeah. go out at night. You've got stores in certain parts of even Denver that are shut down after nine o'clock at night. You've got you've got an increasing cost of labor, increasing cost of insurance, um, cost of fuel is going through the roof. People don't want to go drive to get groceries. Why not? When you can just have people come and deliver it to you for free. I mean, mm-hmm. great business model, right? Well, they're shutting down the the building. They're pausing the construction. I think this pause in this economy means they're just not going to finish like ever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, but look at the look at that building. I mean, it's kind of creepy. You know, it reminds me of of the the changing of our DNA through through the the boosters and the vaccines yeah. and right. It's like well, this is this is crazy. And and actually, their their building is called the Helix, right? It's it's called you know it's just weird. It's Looks like weird, a little bit anyways, of a of a of a head nod to the Tower of Babel or something like does. that too. Kind of has kind I of agree. a weird look. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. But the point of that whole was what that story was not to go down a rabbit trail, right? Down it was to say that the most successful company that we've seen in, in decades mm-hmm. it can't finish a project. This is how bad the economy is getting. So let's look at some other charts here. Oh, that is a cool looking building now. I mean, yeah. it's weird. But it, it's different, right? It is definitely so, it stands hey, out. Dr. Kirk, let me ask you a question though, just like uh a lot of people get their buying signals and tips from their neighbors or from their brother-in-law, somebody at a cookout, somebody that's not even in that field. Um, they get marriage tips or watching like Dr. Phil or something like that. You know, they're just like, they, they, they're getting advice on how to fix something only from sources that are broken. Um, mm-hmm. Companies like, like Amazon, are we looking like they put a Walmart and a Home Depot and a Lowe's all kind of go in the same intersection? Mm-hmm. You know they've studied traffic patterns and mm-hmm. trends and where the where the city's migrating. Like, you know, those people put a lot of effort into it. And I think too many people are getting their advice from like, well, this is what my neighbor says the economy's doing, or this is maybe even what the news say. But there's nobody as, as greedily and in and, and a self-interest model ahead of the curve than what Jeff Bezos is going to be on knowing where the trend is going to be, knowing how many employees he can handle, mm-hmm. knowing what kind of construction costs. Are. Like that, that's, that's probably the best indicator you can have of where the economy is going because they don't lose. This isn't the government. It's right. not like that. The government can, can blow Afghan withdrawal and be okay mm-hmm. as long as they control the media. But Jeff Bezos, I mean, those guys got to get it right. Billionaires aren't billionaires mm-hmm. because they're stupid. No, they're, they're- nope. And once you become a billionaire, you actually get to control a lot of the shots because you can change an economy in the direction or trajectory just by things that you say. Like, remember, uh, boy, he has, I haven't heard it in a, in a bit, but, but like when Warren Buffett used to give investment advice, it would change the markets, right? Mm-hmm. It's like buying a railroad. It's like, oh, let's invest in railroads. I mean, when, when you get to be at that level, everybody listens, right? And you can change or you can dictate to the banks, what they start doing because you're, you're the largest depositor. Right. Mm -hmm. So things just start to happen when you get big and I would not bet against them. If they're saying that they're not going to finish this project, there's probably a really good reason why. And it's because either they've been listening to this show or (laughs) balance sheets 
um, are, are proving the same thing that we're talking about on the show, that CEOs right. everywhere think, oh man, we've got declining revenues, we've got increasing expenditures, this this isn't a good combo, mm-hmm. right? So we've, we've got to shut down. So so here's where, okay, this is, this is an interesting chart because it talks just about what we're talking about, right? So, so how, do, how do policymakers heat up or, or cool off an economy? It's a lot of times through interest rates, right? So mm-hmm. if the market's overheated, right? Too, too much growth, too much inflation, you raise interest rates to slow that down. So if an economy needs help, like right after 9-11 in 2009, you start to have cheap money. You, you put, bring interest rates to zero. Everybody's buying and it stimulates growth and whatever else. So, so here's where we've seen interest rates. This is basically money tightening means um, they're not printing as much, right? You've got higher interest rates. It's just tighter. It's harder to get, right? So, so 1982 interest rates were at their peak, like at 18% on a 30-year mortgage. Oh, down to early 20 or late, mm, not late. I would say six months ago, interest rates were as close to zero as what they've ever been, mm-hmm. right? Um, and now they've wow. been bumping up since then. So these cycles that we're looking at are on average 28-year cycles. So you had from 1983 until now, we pushed the end of the edge of the envelope. Yep. That's, that's well over 30 years on something that averages 28 years Okay, well, now we're probably in for a couple decades of rising interest rates. And then after that, we'll go into a couple decades of lowering interest rates. These are long term cycles. So here's the problem that with this, the aftermath of an easing, easing, right, is tightening. So we've had cheap money. We've had low interest rates printing it like there's no tomorrow. Well, you ultimately get to a point of critical mass. It's like, man, we printed too much money. We've caused too much inflation. Now we have to slow down that inflation. So they, they go in the opposite direction. That's yeah. where we are. This is where we're headed for the next 20 years, probably plus, because that's what the historical trend pattern shows us. Interest rate cycles are on average 28 years. So imagine all the debt that we're amassing as a country and as a world, right, mm-hmm. in our own personal lives too. Um, imagine a couple decades of rising interest rates. Oh, it's devastating, mm-hmm. right? It's going to be devastating. And this is why probably Bezos sees these kind of trends, realizes where we're headed. And so they're not going to actually add another big building. So let's look at something else. Let's look at some real estate, right? So, so the OECD, basically that's economic, you know, large countries, Western economies like Western Europe, America, Canada, whatever. Right. So, so this is, we're talking a lot about real estate in the decline there. We're not talking about it just in America though. This is a global thing. These are all the OECD countries, basically the westernized manufacturing countries of the world. They're, they're poised for a massive correction there. If you look at the trend line um, for quite some time, going back all the way to the seventies, we're in for another at least at least a 20% correction just to hit the trend line. Nothing ever stops at the trend line. See, every single time throughout history, it's gone significantly past it. So we're probably in for a 30 to 40% correction in real estate moving forward as interest rates rise and people can't afford their houses. So you've got contraction in real estate because there's a contraction in the economy. You're going to have a contraction in the stock market because there's a contraction in the mm-hmm. economy. That's why that's why Bezos is not building his new building, right? So you've got all these big macro trends happening, rising interest rates, 
basically money tightening rather than easy money. This is not good looking forward for, for the global economy. And, and when you have that, people are going to be looking for change. They're going to be mm-hmm. looking for hope. They're going to be looking for an answer, right? There's two people you can go to for an answer. Do you want to go to the people who broke the system? No, but no. they're going to get a solution. They're, yeah. they're going to get an answer. It's central bank digital currency like we talked about last time, right? Um, or you can go to something that always has been tried, true, tested, proven, and that is tangible assets in an inflationary spiral. They just do well. And and I've, I'm well beyond the point of, of being concerned about, you know, people saying, well, Kirk, you, you talk about the same thing all the time as a solution. I don't care. I want to help people. And it's the only right. solution there is right now. If there were something else, we would do it. Right. right. But there's not. There's just not. Not in this crazy world of weird policies that are that are basically ravaging Americans. Uh, we can't we can't invest the same way now or in the future that we did in the past when things changed. So therefore, we go into gold and silver, but primarily silver. Take advantage of it when it's time to go back in. When we get a new president, when we get a new Congress, when the markets change and you have policies of pro-growth, lowering taxes, lowering interest rates, job creation, boom. Then we go back into those kind of asset categories, but not until then. And you can help us with that which I love. So yeah. when we build a relationship with you and your team, you can get us into silver. And then when it's time to change, you can get us out of silver into whatever is next. And it's a relationship. It's not a one-time transaction. I, I love never that commission when team. you sell. No. I mean, there's so many advantages uh, for people being with you. And this is the message you hear from everybody. We had a great conversation with uh, Trump's, Trump's uh, uh, chief economist, uh, mm-hmm. Peter Navarro, same thing. He says, you know, you look at the global economy, you look at what mm-hmm. Russia's done with their economy and, and their, their currency. You look at all the BRICS nations. You need to be converting things into gold and silver. I listened to a podcast with uh, Patrick Bet David uh, this past weekend. I was hiking. I was listening to him. And he's like, you got to yep. protect yourself in an inflationary environment. You need to be getting into gold and silver. He's, he's allotted a percentage of his income for a long mm-hmm. time now into getting into gold and silver. Clay Clark, same thing. Mm-hmm. Part owner in 160 different companies. Percentage of his income consistently into gold and silver. That's the long-term play to protect yourself against a crazy runaway government. You hear that every single mm-hmm. where you go from people who know yep. and are where you're trying to get to. Exactly. So Flyover Family, you can protect yourself the same way. You just go to flyovergold.com. It's a landing page, great videos that you can watch, great information. But when you scroll down to the bottom, there's a place you can fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up a free consultation. It doesn't cost you anything. And it's easy. It is absolutely free. It's easy. You can also call 720-605-605. Three nine zero zero. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your expertise. Thank you for your amazing team. We are honored to partner with you. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how in 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. You wow. Buy the, the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know 
a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.